This is Fam. And this is Jonesy. And we are... The Twin Vipers. A podcast about martial arts and action movies. Jonesy, what is up? What is happening? We're, this is We should celebrate. Mark it on the calendar. Not only has the Twin Vipers been around for a full year... Yeah. Uh, we also have gone maybe eight or nine calendar days without one of us getting gruesomely ill... Or being in the hospital, or some uh, mystery illness that I could track from my kids. So, congratulations on eight days of good health. I mean, my leg's still jacked, but whatever. Your sciatic has still got yeah, it. We're so it's close. Still in it. it is what it is. We, we got to erase yeah. the twin viper sign that says in our office that says <laughs> zero accidents. <laughs> zero accidents this week. No. Uh, every, day, every day is, we have an accident. Come on. Clutch for get a reason. Oh, my stepladder. Go up and reset the counter back to zero days. I know. My dumb ass tried to freaking, I climbed a ladder to look at a, where to hang a painting and like with a jacked up leg is not doing it. We're falling apart is all I'm trying to say, people. I was at a meeting today and I uh, went to spin in my chair to address somebody else in the room and I tweaked my sciatica doing that. <laughs> And I had to stand up for the rest of the meeting like a lunatic. Oh, I thought you were about to say like my freaking chair unscrewed and I just fucking fell over. I've had oh, that God, happen. No. Well, I've had that happen 100% yeah. and, and in meetings. So, but no, then, you know, nobody likes when they're trying to present information and somebody's just standing hawkishly uh, behind them. So right. it was a great time. I, you know, I definitely got my stones broken for it after the fact. Oh, well, that's a good time. Um, Jonesy, have you watched anything lately? I watched two great things. Two sure. Of so the first one, I finally watched Across the Spider-Verse. Oh my gosh. Golly, okay. what a movie. It's a, it's amazing. I did I did a rewatch of that recently. I just picked up the, the 4K DVD. I don't know if you said it. Uh, <laughs> did you say it's the modern day Empire Strikes Back? Because you're right. I think you said it. I can't yes. remember. I think, yeah, it is you... I should have come back and shook your hand. I don't know hand. if it, was, it might not have been me, but I get it. That sounds like something you would say. Sure. But hundreds, it's today, it's the kids, my kids, Empire Strikes Back. That when that, it says to be continued and beyond the Spider-Verse, my kids' eyes almost jumped out of their head. Oh my God, there's going to be another movie and we find out what happens. I'm like, man, this is like. Yeah, that to be continued part of the end was like, I, I, when I saw it in the theater, everybody's like, every, it was one of those where like, what? Do, would you consider miles morales to be top 10 animated protagonists of all time has to be right that's a that's a wide net yeah protagonist in like a movie yeah like animated feature i don't i don't want to say the whole i don't even know, the, I don't even know what that range is so it's like him it, like it's like him woody Aladdin, and buzz like what are we talking about? yeah him woody and buzz and uh what's the other the incredibles sure like, Maybe I should say, are the Spider Verse movies in the top ten of animated Spider Verse movies? Are my favorite. It was some of my favorite Spider Man movies. I can put it. Yeah. I can tell you like that. That that They're first amazing. one. I mean, if it were still in the tape era, I would have worn the wheels off of that thing. My my kids and I watch that movie like every Saturday. Right. They'd be like, "What do you guys want to watch?" And they'd be like, "Spider Verse." I'm like, "Again? All right, well, come on, <laughs> let's watch it again." Right. Was your favorite cameo out of that? Oh, in the second one, God. Yeah. I really like. Well, who um, was the who was the random Spider Man you saw on screen? You're like, I can't believe they put him in that movie. Well, I'm a huge fan of Scarlet Spider. Yes. So I love that he was. In was the he movie. not amazing? He was, was amazing. That just dumb, just dumb, sad man. I, I which is just like when he's when you meet him and he's like, oh, I'm a clone of my friend. You're like, what universe is that guy from? But anyway, 
when I love at the end when he they keep that ninety style of like over bold lines on the muscles and he's uh-huh. in a another animated uh universe and it's so jarring the difference in art style. I thought that was really good. I mean, the whole movie looked amazing. A part that I also liked that I never really that I didn't think about really until I saw it again and I saw some clips on it later was who is the anime spider from the first movie that shows up? What's her name? I forgot. Is it Penny? Oh, it, it, it might be Penny. Hang on. I'll, uh, I'll have the intern look it up. Intern look it up? I'll have the intern look um, it up. The thing that I liked about her is, so in the first movie, she loses that robot. In the second movie, it's like a, it's it's the robot more than I remember from in the comic. And that robot is very, and we'll bring it back, is very Evangelion-like. Yeah. So I, I struggled uh, with that last week. I could not remember so there is actually a comic book panel, and I think they just did it for as like a tongue in cheek, just like a wink thing, where like she's walking into class in the future, and the three main characters from Evangelion are in the classroom with her. Oh. But it, it, it's not the same world. But it's just like you could tell, like uh, what is it? Oscar's there, um, and uh, the and the other two I can't think of. Them. And the rest. And the uh, rest. So we were right. Uh, it is Penny Parker? It is Penny. Yeah. So and it's weird because it's like. Um, she seemed very sad in that, and so like shit might have must have happened, is all right? I'm because that's a very like anatomic mech. I don't know. I love it. Anyways, you put a Spider-Man and mech. I'm in. Um, but yes, 100%. Ben Riley. Yeah, so Ben Riley for you is the same for me as the the cameo of the. I mean, it was, uh, but every cameo was great. Everything, even like classical, like. 70 Spider-Man one oh. frame per second swinging and missing. So <laughs> like, amazing! So stupid. Did I miss? Uh, 90s animated Spider-Man? I, w- I should have spotted that he's, one. That uh, was one of there. my favorite shows ever. He's in there. I My favorite thing about that show was the like blatant recycling of uh, animation. Scenes? Yeah. Like whatever Spidey was crawling on a ceiling, it was from the sewer in the lizard episode. But he could be in an office building if they needed that scene, it was on a pipe. <laughs> you're like, yeah. wait a minute. But when you're a kid, you don't know. But no. you watch it as an adult, you're like, wait, wait a minute. You gotta save money somehow. Yeah, they had they had they had a lot of like video game references in there. Like they have Insomniac Spider Man in there. They had um so oh yeah wow, I loved ins- that suit, the hyper suit. What's it called? The hyper suit, the speed suit with the white paneling on it. I think it's speed. Yeah, I think so. They hit gold with that. I'll tell That's you a, it's a it's a it's a great design for a suit. Um, I think Addy Granoff did that suit, which makes sense because he always does like really good suits. Uh, we are getting in the weeds and yeah, we're Sorry, super people. in the weeds. <laughs> Remember when we came for martial arts movies? Yeah, no, talk to- no, we just talk Spider Man. Um, all right, so you enjoyed Spider Verse, guy? Yeah, it. awesome. And what about you? What'd you watch? So, uh, gearing up for the movie we did today, I have two things I want to talk about. Number one, um, gearing up for the movie we we're, we're going to watch, I decided to rewatch Spawn for some reason. That movie's not good. Man, never meet your heroes. God, yeah. Michael Jai White, number one, looks like he does now. Which is he doesn't age young because, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of martial arts in it. The CG no. is real bad. Real bad. Is it like a lot of corn? It's a lot of it's a lot of corn. Well, I mean, John Leguizamo is doing the clown corn, right. know, Being corny, so like, yes, yeah. Oh, you said the CGI. I, I, okay. Got. Oh, it does doesn't hold up, right? I remember though. The, and this might be in the trailer as well. When he's on a motorcycle. And he uses the cape to make him like spawn armor. Yes, that yes. was dope. 
that was cool. He also like stops a truck with like the spawn armor, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, there was one. Martin Sheen is the bad guy. Oh my god, I I totally forgot about that. And then that. like they and then they do this like stealth mission where him and another girl are like gonna kill Spawn or the guy that is Spawn, and they wear like these bright like these like the most not stealth suits ever, like bright silver flaky ass suits. Like they're that's like, amazing. Who the fuck? Who do you hide from? Am dog? I rewatching Spawn tonight? It's on HBO Max. Oh my god, I, I might be, but yeah, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. It's it's a two, it's a two, it was a I will I will get my rating now. It's a two banger. It just did not do it Ooh, for me. Wow, hot off the presses. Yeah, this, so this twenty eight year old movie. I had I just had to know. I haven't seen it. So they do do the cool shot, which is the iconic spawn shot of him standing on a cross in oh, the, with the cape on a building in the background, with the flowing. Which that's a beautiful shot. But like you could have just did that for two hours. That'd have been all right. Remember how good the hbo animated show was though like compared i need, i saw i've only, i haven't seen all of them I only saw the first couple of episodes. yeah it it's got to be on hbo max it's now. on hbo max yeah yeah it was 100%. it was gonna go right to it after uh after the movie but um yeah i saw spawn and the only thing other thing i really got into is uh some takeshi's castle they did a new season on amazon jonesy do you know anything about takeshi's castle no please tell me about takeshi, okay, takeshi's so castle do you know the muffin man who was yeah, in drew lane do you know do you remember the show mxc on no. Spike. So, do you know what? Do you know like the Ninja Warrior stuff? Oh yeah, I know Ninja Warriors. Of course. Okay. So Ninja Warrior. So in Japan, basically MXC was Takeshi's Castle. It was an old show in Japan that they syndicated and they put it on like the Spike TV network. And it was just like they do a lot of like bad dubbing over oh, like, Japanese. Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And now. They, yes. So they created a new season of that in Japan, but like actual Takeshi's Castle. So in Japan, they are actually doing. They have a whole new crew of like 30 something years later. And I just, I love those shows. It's, you know, a lot of the shows that are based off like American Ninja Warrior and like Wipeouts are based off of like American Ninja Warrior was based off of Ninja Warrior, which was in Japan that was named Ninja Warrior on G4, but before it's called Sasuke. So Sasuke is the original, like basically like CrossFit is not what I want to use, but obstacle course to an end. Then you climb up a mountain. Gotcha. Excuse me. Then Ninja Warrior did it. And then NBC bought it or bought the rights, and then they're doing American Ninja Warrior. That's why it's called American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, and that's on prime time. So that, that's on that prime. That is just that grown. is just obstacle course, whatever. But it all originated in Japan because they actually did it on a mountain. So what MX? So what Takeshi's Castle is kind of the same point where Sasuke is a lot of different obstacles to get to an end. Takeshi's Castle is more on the comedy side where they do certain events. Not com- not all together at once. Not like you have to one person runs the entire track, but do like oh you have to like ride the surfboard and jump over these poles while someone sprays you in the face, or you have to jump on these lily pads. Okay, I could say so definitely on the slapstick side. Of, it's a hundred percent slapstick. It's a hundred percent jokes. They are putting everyone in there. There's like here's a, an athlete, and then here's a thirteen year old girl. <laughs> Wish her luck, and she's just eating it. It just it, it's really good. Anyways, the the that prime sounds one, amazing. <laughs> So no, I suggest you definitely watch the Prime one. Okay, it is, it is, it is, because the one they did in Spike, they Spike they did, or Spike they did, um, they had like bad dubbing and they were like, oh, they're kind of being semi, not racist, but like shitty, right? Not, not a, uh, not breaking down the stereotype. But yeah, so the one, uh, the one on the um, on Prime is amazing. It's super fun. Um, they have like weird like maze games and stuff like that. It's just like cool fun events. It's, it's but it's what you would see. A lot nowadays with like um, with like a wipeout and stuff like that. But so I watched a bunch of that. I enjoy it. Also, like a big name, like um, 
a big name actor who did that like when he was younger uh, is is on it again. Takeshi Kitano. So he's um he'll be in another movie that we're in about the blind swordsman. Okay. Satoichi. Yep. So he's a great actor. He's also in one of my favorite movies, Brother, which uh, it's not really a martial arts movie, but it's 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 awesome. But anyways, yeah. So he's like one of the hosts or something like that. But it's a lot of like. Even the judges are like breaking character. It's so dumb. Anyways, yeah. So that's what I've been watching lately. A lot of Takeshi's Castle. If you guys like that sort of thing, if you guys just like it's like bodily harm, they don't really get super injured. It's just like it's all comedy. It's all just dumb comedy. But um, but I love you, it. it's definitely a uh, it's called like certified time waster. Yeah, this is a good way to to burn an hour. Yeah, it's it's just it's and it's again it's not like it's not like that Beastmaster show either. We're like oh or like oh, Beastmaster you know, physical one hundred where it's like these are the best strength people. No man, but yeah, that's what I watch a lot of Twin Vipers themed uh, yeah. obstacle course. Well, we hit the big time, pal. The obstacle course now of me being injured is like get to the other side of the room. That's dying. it without without tripping over the couch. Yeah, basically. Um, Jonesy, do you want to tell the folks what we are going to talk about today? We're talking about the original MCU. The original uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe started with one film, and it might have been that weird 80s Captain America movie, but I'm talking about Blade, Wesley Snipes. You ever heard of him? Uh, He's the Daywalker. He is a vampire hybrid that has, quote, all of their strengths and none of their weaknesses. And um, Blade, along with his companion Whistler, travel from town to town, eradicating the vampire threat. The problem is the vampires are everywhere. Enter uh, hematologist Karen, who uh, is sadly attacked by a, a vampire that is mistakenly taken to the morgue. And she finds herself embroiled in the lives of Blade and Whistler as they face off against a majestic Stephen Dorff's uh, Frost, Deacon Frost, in the most 90s name, in the most 90s uh, clothes ever. And Blade uh, finds out through machinations that Frost is the vampire that bit his mother and is keeping her as a uh, succubus. In an uh, attempt to raise the blood god Magra, Blade must face his worst fear, feed on the blood of a human person, and then save the world from the vampire threat for now. Played. Hell yeah. This movie rules. I'm just gonna I love... <laughs> I, this is one of my first DVDs. It was like The Matrix, Blade. Like, those were my movies when, in my DVD player days. So did you know about Blade much? You know, me and Jones here were our avid... Probably still our, our avid comic book readers. Did you know much about Blade before? Did you know this is a comic book movie going in? Yeah, so I knew of Blade. I knew that he was a Marvel character, but I don't think I ever read a single story that Blade was in. He was always with that group, and I forgot the name of that group. Yeah, they're, um, I can't tell the other teammates. Damn it. Yes, he always had like an entourage. Right. Yeah, and he was always on that on a motorcycle, remember? And he, he looked a lot like, his costume was a lot like Ghost Rider, but instead of a whip, he had a sword. But yes, I remember Blade the comic. Yeah, I didn't know it, it, it was really a comic movie. I was like, what? Wesley Snipes? Techno music and swords. Let's go, baby. This is what I remember it as being like in high school watching this movie. Before 
we get started on the plot points, sure. how iconic is the Blade outfit? Like that body armor? Yes. And his tattoos, and he's got the black leather trench coat. I mean, that was maybe the 90s in like a snapshot. Everybody had a badass coat. the cool thing was, was like, he was like heavily padded, but also yeah. his arms were free. So it wasn't really like slowing him down. But his physique is so tight in this movie. Who could say where the armor ends and Wesley begins? <laughs> yeah, okay, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he totally. He is jacked in this movie. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he looks great. Tattoo looks cool. He's a cool ass dude. Got yeah. that freaking the sunglasses. Mohawk I remember, sunglasses remember when Ray Ban, the slim Ray Bans were a thing. Yeah, absolutely. His, no, his sword is so cool. His sword, his sword got tricks. Yeah. All right, so let's go with just the beginning. We're, this is this is more again. This leans more towards our action movie than martial arts, but there's martial arts in it. If this is not one of the best cold opens of any movie, I get it. Cold because they're vampires. Yeah, got it. yeah. Like how we, did that? I get a dad joke Stupid. in every once in a while. Um, yeah, no, it's the best opening. Jonesy, would you get talked into a pretty girl um, into a, a club? In my 20s? Sure. 100%. Yeah, no, that'd be me. That'd not at not at, four, no, not right. at 41 going on 42. I'd be like, I need my back pain medicine before I go in there. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I would have easily gotten dragged. I probably have in the past, not to say they were vampire clothes, but they were weird-ass places. <laughs> Anyways, this is how we find out. This is how. Yeah, this is it. I'm just like, fuck, man. I got. I did. I got vampire. Damn it. No. So basically, you know, an innocent bystander gets pulled into this club. Which, by the way, that club. It was wild. Now, also, another thing about Blade. That music is the best. That oh, techno music so cool. is just gets you pumped. You're and you're ready for action. Absolutely. Like, you're like coiled like a spring. You're like, oh my God, it's coming. I could tell something's gonna happen. And how about that incredible uh visual of the blood kind of like moving across the floor till it hits the the clean boot of blade and it stops. But like the blood was, yeah. So mind you, innocent bystander in the blood dance orgy room. Yeah. With blood is coming out of the sprinkler system. How much blood do you have to put to put it to, to fill By a sprinkler system? That that's a twin vipers t-shirt right there. Blood sex orgy room. We got to sure. get that on a shirt. hundred <laughs> percent. God. Great. Be sore. Danny, I'm going to need that shirt, please. <laughs> yeah. Danny, wake up. <laughs> Um. Yeah. It, oh, I felt bad for that guy. Yeah, yeah. That was the greatest scene where like it was it was slowly trickling on the ground and the guy was crawling for his life and he sees that clean boot of blades. So you know what's crazy about the actress that that lures him in? So Tracy Lords. Yeah, I'm gonna reveal myself as not knowing what she looked like. Oh. So I figured out in this viewing that she gets like fourth billing. So it's I don't know if they were worried about Blade not. Um, performing well and people thought maybe they were coming to see a spectacle i mean it was a rated r so so it's fine she's in oh, it you're like, saying she got fourth billing on the poster even though she was in it for like 10 minutes yeah like less than three it's minutes a cool little cameo time. i mean people know who she is yeah. she's well, been in other movies too so like, I, yeah, and it's totally. probably on imdb trivia and someone's yelling at me in their car like just go on the imdb trivia i've read this six months ago I'm oh, sorry man. pal she i gets, didn't read the she trivia. gets hella killed though yeah as in everybody else in this movie so they go through how great is that effect though like when he removes the limb mm-hmm. or he uh, whatever he terminates a vampire whatever mm-hmm. he calls it like the the blast the fading away with the little f- fire trails such a cool yeah visual. it's it's a cool effect and like you were up. lighting if you like you were lighting a piece of paper on fire and it burns around that's the outside exa- and the that's ashes exactly the inside. it yeah. that's exactly it and it, it holds up like 
yep. even though it was simple CGI, like it doesn't look dated. Yep. So go ahead. I, go ahead. Now we're talking about the fight. No, yeah. The fight alone. Okay. So in the beginning, <laughs> Blade uses a shotgun. Jonesy, did you get, I know the Jonesy pet peeve. Did you get mad about how many bullets were in that shotgun? Uh, I did. <laughs> this time, I must have a soft spot for Blade yeah. because I allowed for a lot of ammo his his custom automatic so much ammo his custom automatic pistol right that fires a hundred rounds without uh, you know what i can't i i promised <laughs> myself i wouldn't get upset uh no but i and they don't fire even shotgun shells they fire slugs of um silver yet there's somehow an explosive component to it i could have nitpicked the see, see what you started now I'm gonna I'm gonna go write a manifesto about uh, the weapon problems in Blade, uh, but how about and it's corny, right? But it's also awesome. But he has that blade throwing knife, like that double bladed. Yeah, it's star. like a boomerang. And, and they use that simple effect of him like just moving a foot over, and the edit is him catching it. Yes. Oh, so good. That was that, a great scene. So yeah, the, basically the first big fight is he's cleaning house cleaning house yeah. they don't stand in this chance. blood orgy club i don't think anyone does anyone even hit him in this no. fight no until uh uh what's his name uh donnell um doyle he in uh he plays quinn is the vampire's name but quinn donnell logue yes i like him in every movie oh my god he's, he's so great. good in this movie he's so good um he's also the friend and ghost rider that he eats it immediately oh yeah yeah uh, but yes, no, I like that dude and everything that uh, anytime I see him, he's he's a good actor. This yeah, through line was... where Blade, like you, you, at the end of the movie, and when I won't jump ahead, you realize that Blade has just been messing with this guy the whole time and leaving yeah, him great. alive on purpose. <laughs> it's great because he's basically the crash test dummy of like, what can you do to a vampire and still survive? And they just do everything to him, like can smash his face into a subway moving subway car and all that stuff. Oh my God, this, this movie's so good. This movie's so, so yes, it starts off hot. Yeah. In a blood fight, death, hot pool craziness. Uh, yeah, so he basically, and mind you, all the bullets he's shooting are like silver, so they're like just burning up all these vampires. It's right. Just a cool effect. Just the 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 amount of chaos that he does. But yeah, that what that was also a cool part where he threw that. Um, he was kind of in a circular pool, and he throws that blade around and oh, catching it's it. So, it's so neat. good. So and like good. that, I love how they. Uh, explain the vampire speed in the movie without like relying on effects. It's like a like a lot of practical cutting, or like for instance, uh, there's a scene later on with Steven Dorff where like a bus passes and he's just closer. So you get the impression that he's moving so quick we there can't were keep some up funky with it. Edits of like, how are you moving this fast? Yeah, yeah but I, I I I liked it, and maybe I was just super forgiving this viewing of Blade. But like, I think I 100 no. I was movie, like, no, I me. get it. They could got me in its clutches. I get it. Some clever cinematographer was like, you know, what we can do, boss, to save some money. Let's just do some quick cuts, and it looks great. It looks great. Yep. All right. So we're near the beginning of the movie. Yep. So that Let's we talk have about this the car, Jonesy. You know more about this car than I do. 1968 Dodge Charger RT 440 Magnum six pack. There it uh, is in black. Probably, and I. It's probably what a custom transmission. Sure. Uh, but they it's would a vampire uh, transmission. I get it. They came. Uh, I forget what package exactly. You got a slap shifter, five speed slap shifter, automatic, um, which was. Big technology back then for a muscle car to have an automatic transmission, and uh, it's they have 
modified it here with a, um, it looks like a, want to say a supercharger on top. So am I am I thinking of the right one? Or is that the Blade Does he keep two? the car through all the movies? Yes, he has them all. In fact, there's this awesome scene in the second movie where he like, he's using his dirt bike or whatever, or his mm-hmm. speed bike, but he breaks in front of it, looks at it, and gives it a kiss. He goes, because that's still his baby. So oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it gets destroyed in the third one. Spoilers. When I uh, watched the third one, yes, I, I know. It, we we swore an oath. Yeah, we swore an oath. Yeah. We can't. We can't. We can't do it. Um. Yeah. So he he's got a hood scoop. Sorry, he's got a functional hood scoop, and that's that's on the hood to push more cold air into the motor, make it more efficient. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's Jonesy it dropping the amazing. Dodge knowledge. Look, if this is Fast and the Furious, I'd be able to tell you every single body kit on each car, but I can't. Domestics aren't my thing. Listen, that's that, Jonesy's thing. That's okay. You're an import guy. I'm yeah, a muscle I'm car guy, guy. And we respect each other. I, I've never been a muscle car guy. I've never taken down. Uh, like if you like supercars, if you like uh, imports, like yeah. it, just car guys anymore. Or just happy to be with each other. Yeah, no, totally. Is this car the iconic car of Blade? Yes. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay, got it. All right. Cool. I mean, it's he had this charger before Dom did. So Dom uh, of the Fast franchise, who also himself kind of becomes a ninja uh, by the end of this franchise. <laughs> this <is also> true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dom drives a 1970 uh, Dodge Charger RT. Right. And I think with a modified 428 uh not 428 426 hemi and it's, sure. so some car guy just ran off the road when i gave the wrong <laughs> cubic inch uh, displacement right um but i think it's heavily modified so it's a different uh motor setup but still a cool car and then the most famous dodge charger is the 1969 uh generally okay. so each year of charger has its icon like is is it an iconic franchise right. and the batmobile our pat's batmobile is modeled after a 1968 dodge charger it has the same lines in the back and front nice yeah the cool thing about this like being and that was car and the- muscle car minute thank you <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> Gotta um, get a sounder. yeah really just like a horn honk um the cool thing though i like about the car is that it's not like they didn't put any like wacky gadgets in it or anything. Like, nope. No, this is a damn car. That's it. It's just it's a uh, cool ass car. It's you got NOS, you got yeah. brakes, you get no bucket seats, no seats in the back. Nope. That's it. <laughs> didn't um, need them. Just it looks it's so his style, which I know like in the comics he rides a bike a lot. I just don't know. I prefer car. the charger. I know he gets his bike in the second one, but his charger is so badass. And I love how uh, Chris Christopherson um uh, goes to put gas in it. And lights the match and the cigarette yeah. off of the <laughs> off the, like, the paint job. Yeah. Uh, uh, amazing. It's so, good. it's so good. All right. Let's talk about our bad guy in this movie, Deacon Frost. God, Steven Dorf is a vision. He's I lo- so cool. Listen, to He's him. He's so 2000s cool. To him, the top three buttons of your dress shirt don't exist. No, don't even exist. No. Just pick Absolutely them off. Absolutely not. Right. How dare you? Yeah. Even insinuate that I button up a shirt, sir. How dare you cover God, up? What is it? They would call that turkey he, meat. What, what, what the hell yeah, his, his ham, his hams are hanging out. His yeah, games and hams. Yeah, he uh, looks yeah. amazing. Just cool. He's got frosted tips. He's so Pat vampire. He's wearing thin. a chain. Dope He's so shit. thin. He turn around. I'd be like, where'd he go? Right. But he like it. It comes off as the thinness of like an immortal creature. Yeah. Like he looks so supernatural. Like a like a ghost wearing human clothes. So neat. 
so Duncan Fro- Deacon Frost in this movie, he's basically a half vampire. He was turned. Yeah, but he's then, turned. So he's not a pure blood. But the person that turned him was like a high ranking official and with like in the yeah. vampire round table. I forget. He's got some weird name like Blinko, but they're from the I, that's totally <laughs> not right. Yeah, no, uh, got it. But they're the House of Erebus. So yes. they're like an ancient vampire, like royal bloodline. Yeah, so he's kind of into the society by default, which everybody else hates him because he's not a pure, pure so you blood. Get, which you get the impression he's like the highest ranking foot soldier for the pure bloods. Like he's yes. probably he might manage the day to day of the right. House of Erebus, you know? Right. Um, but he's getting his side hustles on, aka yep. blood clubs, and he's making that money on the side. Uh, he's got the ambitions of I'm going to rule the world. These guys are old news, which he is right because he is right. Vampires. Yeah. So you know he's. He's I suggest at least old enough to bite blades. So in the sixties or seventies, he's probably had enough of the politics. So he's going to pull like the ultimate power play. Right. Throughout the movie, there are small little fight scenes like, you know, um, blade with a cop. Yeah. Was one. There's a moment where the female protagonist in this movie gets bit and then they are trying to find a cure for her. She's trying to find her own cure, which they both know that she does not have a cure because there's is no cure. I, w- I would say that the next action set is probably the rescue from the archives uh, where Blade is uh, forced to do some open-hand combat. Remember the yes. child, martial artist? So um, basically, they find the archive. Deacon Frost's main thing, he's trying to, he's looking at all these old scrolls to then get the power of the gods. The He goes to these archives to basically try to find answers. Yeah, and there's a fight scene in there where, where all the basic old, like, papers and from you know from the book are kind of held by glass there's a young kid there that he's like oh i can save this kid could not save the kid because the kid whooped his ass which was awesome by the way that's great the, his comedic I, I always thought wesley snipes was funny i loved him in major league yes. um but i like the look he like the double take he does when she stops crying and like uh front kicks him uh-huh. and he like shakes it off but he's like did i just see that like there's like there's so many small comedic moments that he chooses. I don't know if he lived any of this stuff or or the physical choices. No, they he were made. just dumb little silly lines. Blade is also super funny. Like when he robs yep. the police officer, he's like, "What do you think this is? The March of Dimes?" March of Dimes, yeah. Really. Oh, I mean, my quote of the movie is that just a dumb move. You know, saying he says at the end of the movie, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah. So in this fight, though, he's fighting. You can actually tell in this movie kind of who are the martial artists and who aren't that he's fighting against. This is usually like yeah. Asian dudes. It's always and but I did appreciate the fact is I know that Wesley is martial arts trained and I know Shotokan was I think I've seen him talk about it, but I know he's keep he's kept up. Like he's in jujitsu. Sure. He's he trains martial arts more than just for his action roles. So I Shotokan to me looks a lot like kickboxing. So when he goes with it with, of course, uh, generic Asian vampire, which you know not would never fly in twenty twenty three. No, but they're uh, they're but going. But they were at the it. ones that that actually gave him flips, and they they were basically yeah. pushing him to then him to but block and parry. You could see his choreography is really tight for an actor. So like that wasn't the first time he sparred because he looked great. Right, his facing was good. Uh, it, he kind of did that Bruce Blade. Uh, like that hop where he goes bladed front, bladed front. You know what I'm talking about? He shifts his feet. Right. Like he he looked good. Like 
I'm glad they didn't have to use a stunt fighter because that would have taken me way out. No, but also a lot of these moves aren't very like so advanced that he. No, they're not super complicated, and it's definitely that's why I said it looked a lot like like a more kickboxing background. Yep. Uh, In fact, I don't think it gets really. I'm going to use quotey fingers. I know you can't see it. Martial artsy. Sure. Until the climax. No. I, when he goes open-handed in the climax and he uses a sword and against the uh, Deacon's katana. Right. And like, there's a, there's a great, I mean, well, I don't want to jump ahead, but we'll get to it in a minute. But I thought that was the most martial arts of the movie. Yeah, most yeah. of his fights in this movie is when, and by the way, this movie has had so many vampire henchmen. Oh, so so many, which I know so... you need because you're fighting the army. But it has, a lot of the fights here weren't really fights. They were more like, they're punching at him, counter, counter, grab, throw. Punching yeah. him, counter, counter, grab, throw. Like, that's it. He's like, there is definitely punches, like throw. a staccato rhythm. Snap his neck. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, oh, I do this move, this move, this move, like close. Yes. So, but I mean, it looks amazing. So I can't be too upset. No, no, no. It looked, it looked great. Um, basically gets captured in that sense. So they need, so they need the blood. They, they finally, so they've been chasing this prophecy this power move we were talking about. So Deacon Frost is going to fulfill this prophecy and, and summon in himself like an ancient vampiric god. And basically he would have the power to uh, black out the sun and every vampire is a daywalker by default and then sure. they're, they're going to rule the world forever. Right. So he needs the blood of the 12 houses, which he's a member of. Mm-hmm. And um, he also needs... Blade's blood is like the key to unlocking this god. So of course they can try. They get him. They they kill Whistler. They Blade's like has the classic suiting up scene for the yes. last time, <clears throat> and then he goes and it doesn't go well. He gets he gets distracted by the fact that his mother still you know spoilers his mother's still around and yeah, she's spoilers, a vampire. Frost saved his dead mother. Yeah, or vampired his dead mother to use against him and has been using her. So you know what for the last you know Basically. thirty years yeah, right. or whatever whatever how old he is in this yeah. movie. Right. So oh man, when she says Eric and he like you could finally like he doesn't show any emotion. Mm-hmm. But when she says his name and like his eyebrows go up, I'm yep. like, oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. So he basically gets trapped into a, what is basically like a what is it, Iron Maiden yeah. type of deal. Yep. Basically, they're just trying to drain his blood. They need the blood of a, of a, of, of the Daywalker mm-hmm. to, uh, to then transform himself. Uh, Deacon then takes uh, all the old people on the board and uses them as sacrifices to, for him to then gain the power. He then has a drip of the blood that hit his forehead, and then he, you can see the bubbling blood through his eyes, and it changes him mm. in that scene. How there. great is his uh, his physical choices, though, to like writhe when that yeah like, man hits him, and Steve he's just like, killing it, son. Like Janis so Joplin flopping around almost. Yeah. So cool. That's a cool scene where like the girl that um is with it, Deacon most of the time. She's like Deacon. She's like not anymore. Yep. Yeah. Frost. Not yep. anymore. So at this moment. Uh, we're closing. We're near the closing of the movie, basically. But at this moment, Blade gets free of the Iron Maiden. He then kills his mother, which he kind of has to because yep. she's evil. Cold-bloodedly, too. Like, he didn't even bat an eye. No. I mean, he had to do it. There's an awesome scene where Blade then grabs his jacket. And where they're kind of draining his blood is on the top floor because it kind of trickles down. He then grabs his jacket, puts it on mid... Does a flip. Puts it on midair and then lands at a superhero pose in the middle. Mm. The original Iron Man pose... 
like they make so many choices, uh, like how he gets his sunglasses back, that are like so '90s. But like I said, I'm I'm watching back with nostalgic glasses on. I'm like, this just works, right? No, like, it's so good. He's like throwing up serum and catching it behind his back. And so like, the he, so the cool guy moment was when he lands and um, who's that Doyle or who's the so finally what? Donald Logue, who put uh, Quinn is his Quinn, character yes. name. Like he's Quinn like, is sick of getting his ass yeah, beat by he's Blade. Like, he's like he's like pumping himself up. He's going to take Blade on, and that's like the. The moment we know that you realize he's that wearing Blade, Blade's sunglasses. Blade has truly been just toying with him for this whole movie because yes. he gets him in one stroke with like a piano wire out of yep. his jacket through the neck, beheads him, off. gets him in one move, glasses flip through the air, he catches and puts them on. Blade's ready. On, Bl- baby. Bring it on. Yep. Then it is straight up fighting pit Blade, where he is so, basically all comers. Let's go. There's so a moment. Good. There's yeah. He's disposing of these guys, throwing them off the the, the platform. There is one part. Or he grabs a guy's throat, rips it off, and then throws it. Oh and then my God. So that guy's dead. How awesome throws was that? Other guy. I don't think I did. I don't think I caught that at all before this viewing. Oh no, I remember that scene. And I was like, 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 "Oh my God, did he just take the guy's jugular and throw yeah. it into another guy's skull?" I always remember because everybody gets tamely punched, and then, like I said, punch Perry Perry, and then thrown. This guy gets his freaking <laughs> neck ripped out. Just like, Imagine Yo, putting that on your your. Um, what did he do to you? What what do they call that? Not your reel, um, like an actor's reel when you submit yeah. it to somebody, and you're that Audition guy tape. who gets his throat ripped out. Yeah, like no, that's yeah. me. That's like um, and I I haven't seen this in so long. It's basically the MacGruber move. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's basically MacGruber moving people. Yeah, he literally rips a guy's throat out. That guy's hella dead. Throw and then throws the throat at someone else's face and then beats him up. That's so cool. Um, he then like is then battling around kind of the Templar. It does not have a sword. He literally kills all these people, kills Open-handed. all these vampires without the sword, and then he yeah. does like cool sword pose at the end. And I'm like, "You rule, <laughs> so good, man." His edge alignment in this movie is perfect, right? Like it's either like he's showing off the complete sword for the camera, but he's still able to turn the edge to, to meet the the oppose the opponent's blade, right? Man, it just looks like it looks right. Every shot looks right. No, it's it's everything is shot well. All the action, even like. Mind you, you know, Blade's not doing a ton of big moves together, but a lot of like heavy kicks. You can kind of like, and yeah. I think they kind of do the thing where like they do in wrestling at times where if they kick hard enough, like the camera shakes and you're just like, oh, feel it. Like that. <laughs> so, but that, I mean, if even that was a stage kick, it's definitely informed by his martial arts background because his sidekicks look a bit. And that, I think that's another Twin Vipers t shirt when I say his sidekick looks amazing because I was yeah. listening back. I'm like, I say that a lot. I must no, just like sidekicks. sidekicks look great. He's got a great freaking, um, you know, a, you know, bicycle kick. Yeah. He just boom people in the when chest. He, so good. I would say even the way he posts on the one leg. Right. Like there's something about somebody who can really hold himself up on one leg in balance. Right. The way they're able to move their body up for that kick. It's so graceful. Right. No, it looks he's, so good. It looks so good. And he's not like a thin man. He's bulky no, he's in this movie, but that's he a, moves a, like a much a thinner dude. guy. Yep. And I appreciate, though, so we'll get to the last fight with him and, and Deacon Frost. When he grabs his sword and, he, and Deacon's on another higher platform and there's a ramp, when he runs up the ramp, he runs it like where he, the sword is trailing behind him, which I freaking oh, love. Oh, yeah. I love that running style. It's like an anime with the sword. moment. It's a literal yeah. like ninja anime moment. He basically runs it up and then does a front flip. On a, uh, you know, at Deacon, which is great. Uh, Deacon somehow gets a sword, which is cool. Um, yeah. 
Badass and then Deacon has the powers of a god because Blade is literally beating him in a sword fight, cutting him up, but yet he is regenerating. Uh, how cool is it when like his body parts fly back on? Yeah. Right? I mean, was, the CGI was... doesn't hold up anymore. It's I mean, sure. That part is dangerous. That was all right. Look, man, I watched Spawn. It's better than Spawn. Oh, listen, I, I forgave it. Sure. Uh, you know what? Here's something crazy. On the... The uh the back matter of the DVD of the sure. Blade DVD they explained that they had a, a different ending, more CGI heavy. They spent a lot of money on where when Frost gets uh, vivisected, cut in half, uh-huh. instead of coming back together, he becomes like a CGI blood god. Uh-huh. Like the end of Highlander when uh the the animated dragon comes out, you're like, well, all right, does he have to fight him again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that so but that tested so poorly. They changed the ending of reshoots to keep because nobody wanted to give up Steven Dorf. They're like, no, when he, when he becomes Dorf something else, that, like, Steven yeah, Dorf's so cool. Steven Dorf, like, low key made this movie, yeah. Like, he was he's a, not he's a very, it, very cool bad guy. So, for sure. do you know the other trivia I know about this movie? Sure, let's go. Uh, Deacon Frost was supposed to be Jet Lee, oh, but he turned down the role to do Lethal Weapon 4. Isn't that nuts? Would have been a total different movie. Do- Would have been doesn't a total it? different movie. But doesn't explain now why they had Frost sword fight in the end. Like, if that were written for Jet, that's one hundred percent. He would have been doing martial arts at finale. Stephen, I don't think Jet. I don't think Jet could have been as smooth as Stephen Dorf though. No, Stephen Dorf. Oh my God, his. If I haven't said it enough, his physique in this movie is cat like. <laughs> he looks so good. Even yeah, does a cat move at the end. It's amazing. He does. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it worked out for the best because then, you know, yeah, wasn't magic, it before magic the, the introduction of Jet Li to the, you know, American audiences? Yeah, right? I, I think from, you know, what middle-aged people probably went and saw that movie, he probably got a lot of exposure. So th- I think of it this way. If, if Jet Li was in this movie from Jump, he would have made Wesley Snipes look less impressive. Yeah, he would have made him look bad. Sure. Which, I, I mean... In a Not parallel bad, universe, I mean, he makes like, that he makes that movie. But I th- I think Wesley Snipes, Stephen Dorff, it's like lightning in a bottle. Their performances right. are so good. Right. Even Chris Christopherson, who I I don't think I could really tell you any other movie has been in. I know he's a country western singer. Yeah. Like even his performance is amazing. Is like this grizzled old like biker right. who kind of had like fell into this life. No. Yeah. I think everybody was casted well in this movie. Uh, yeah, the the yeah, I I couldn't see this this with anybody else in, in any of the roles for sure, um, especially Quinn. I do like Quinn. Yeah, Donald Logue killed. Yes, it. so they are having this uh, sword fight uh, earlier in the movie. Uh, the doctor that gets bit basically makes the serum. Yeah, that so w- Blade... basically explodes blood cells. Yeah, so I, I'm not. I don't know why I'm even explaining this. People have probably seen this movie 20 years ago, but Blade like still has the hunger. He still wants to drink blood, but he's a good person now. So he has like a blood serum that simulates uh, whatever hunger that he needs. But in the, and in the climax, Karen's like, you got to drink my for real blood. So no, but the serum is like used as more as a this this blue serum is used more as a weapon. Yeah. So she she got sorry. She titrates like a new strain of the serum. Yeah. That it can also explode people. Right. There is a point where Deacon throws it, the serum, and it's on a wall. And I just, I'm now remembering it now. That's a cool sequence. Blade throws his, his, his sword on the hilt end, which when it's grabbed, it shoots spikes out. He then, it then explodes the wall. And then he spins around and grabs it with the, 
on his back with oh, his hand behind his back. It was like, what a move. Cool. This man's cool as hell. Yeah, he catches it behind his back while kneeling. Yep. Dope. Then Steven Dorth does my favorite move of this entire movie, which is he jumps like a cat. That cat from jump. The movie cats. Oh, my God. I thought of Bruce Lee in a fist of fury when he's leaping over those german so shepherds ridiculous. it was like he like literally like hands in the air like it's literally <laughs> i don't know it's like a spider-man is. jump where he gets his feet tucked in and his hands yeah no totally he was he was he was literally literally pouncing so the man so was cool. literally pouncing blade then gives him all the serum which then blows him up uh he then says my favorite line of movie is motherfuckers always try to skate <laughs> i skate uphill that's <laughs> an amazing amazing line yeah so that's my favorite line uh then he then has one more of the serum vials throws it in the air and then spin kicks it to his head that, so good again that sidekick it's yeah no that, that, kick was, it. that kick was great uh and then uh you know the the uh, steven north explodes r.i.p him and i i will say this is one of the few movies we do that I thought had a proper ending, even though yeah. the ending is really, and you don't ever know if Blade and Karen stay together, presumably. Well, you find out in Blade too that, of course, well, she, she, he tells her to make a better serum for him. Yeah. Like you get the feeling she's going to be the new Whistler. Um, sure. I like how it has the coda of, you know, now they're traveling. Okay, yeah. So, and then and that happens like, immediately after, like, it yeah. happens like two seconds after he defeats frost which is great and it's a callback to the opening where you know a vampire has a human on the hook they're going to the glyph to get the nightclub and uh you know blade says whistler's line you know Uh catch you you mfers at a bad time comrade i mean yes he's in russia now so killing vampires and then i was so disappointed second movie he's not in russia he's (laughs) back at you time has happened in between then who can say? Who, Who can, can say, say what Blade? Well, well, you will say in in the next episode, but um, yeah. So that's the movie, Jonesy. What do you give Blade? I think uh, people probably from the way they can hear the smile in my voice. This is a five star movie for me. It's a four star for me, but I enjoyed the heck out of this movie. Oh, so I, it was so enjoyable, and maybe it was just this viewing was a five star experience. Sure. But it's not often like I like phone down. Nothing's on my hands. I'm just dialed in. And yeah. I was having such a nostalgic experience watching this movie. Like, I mean, and I'm excited for uh, next week's episode, Blade Two, because I don't think I've seen that movie in like 15 years. Oh, I so this it's... is going to be completely fresh. I just know Donnie's in it. Uh, yeah, Hellboy, Hellboy's in it. Uh, Donnie ends in it. Yes, they play like the vampire uh, the guy that drives the Maxima in Fast and Furious. Is yeah. In it. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like these like cool cameos of like this like again I uh, I don't want to wear out this phrase but like this crazy snapshot of who was popular in the nineties. I mean, Bob it's, Perlman. It's, 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 the, it's the team up. It's the team yeah. up movie, which is what it so is. So good. Um, yeah, for me, it's four stars. I uh, same as you, man. This movie brought me back. This movie holds up. It holds up really so well. well, really, really well. Um, the music on it. They're in a bad track on this entire you know movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I a lot of prodigy, as I recall. Yeah, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of like there's like freaking MOPs on this soundtrack. Like it's it's a cool soundtrack. So yeah, cool. Yeah, four stars for me, five stars for Jonesy. But Blade is freaking cool as hell. Yeah, you owe it to yourself. If you're a younger Dude, guy, watch man holds up. If you're a younger fella, you know you know we're we're in our forties. We had, we 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 saw this in the theaters. Sure, and you're like, should I watch Blade on Max? Give it a shot. You'll really enjoy yourself. Yep. Yep, it's definitely worth it. Um, Jonesy, do you want to tell the folks what we are watching next time? So it should not shock you 
hmm. uh, that we are watching Blade Two Cruise Control. Uh, yes. <laughs> Blade Two. Jason Patrick. Is Jason Patrick. The, the, Sandra Bullock. Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes. Willem Dafoe. Donnie Jesus. Yen. Rob Perlman. Uh, no, we're see- <laughs> we're watching Blade Two next week, uh, yeah. and we will not be subjecting ourselves to Blade Trinity. No. I like we, that we have to always put that caveat. We're yeah, watching really. two and still not there, three. Listen, there's not uh there's not a hidden episode. There's not a lost episode of Twin Vipers. If no. you know, let's say in some crazy world we ever opened up a patron, it's not gonna be available. We will never talk. We would have to it would be like three. a crazy goal for like that we would never hit. Yeah. Like, we will it would be some kind of ludicrous goal. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, I remember the Blade Two having way more fight scenes because Donnie is yeah, choreographing well, it. If you so have Donnie Ten- Donnie Yang leading your stunt team, you, you, the martial arts better look amazing. I remember there's a fight, and we'll talk about it next week. But like they're in front of like this wall of light bulbs, yeah, and that, it looks so good. I, like that's the standout memory from 15 years of yeah. being removed from Blade Two. I remember how the spoilers. I remember how Donnie gets it, and it bums me out. Oh no! Don't tell me. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get there. Um, but yes, Blade Two next week on Twin Vipers or next episode uh, on Twin Vipers. So Twin Vipers Pod at gmail.com. Also Twin Vipers Pod on Instagram and X. Uh, please uh, rate and review us. It helps the algorithm. Also send us an email if you, you if you have any cool things you want to talk about. Blade, we are down to read them and share them on the on the on the episode. And we're gonna leave you guys. Uh, we're no longer doing. I, I gave up on the Zen quotes. We're doing best, okay. best line of the movie, and the best It'll, line of this movie it, is: "Motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill." I love it. It's so someday, good. Someday, when someone puts the Twin Vipers Wikipedia, it'll just be a milestone. It was episode twenty six when the uh, the Vipers decided to drop the Zen quotes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it last week either, but because episode twenty five. Yes, that's. This is why I can't curate the wiki. I don't. It's fine. I don't have attention to detail for dates. I feel yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we don't need a wiki, guys. We're good. But no, um, no, just teasing. Anything to leave the audience with? No, uh, you're going to hear my thoughts about the finale of Ahsoka next episode. So big episode if you're an Ahsoka fan. Yep, and I did. I did appreciate this week's episode of her returning back to her uh, die show style to sword fighting. Well, great. It was a great, yeah, we didn't do much Ahsoka talk in this episode. We'll kind of, we'll recap it. Yeah. I think this is what people come to the twi- twin Vipers for. <laughs> yeah. The, the this, Ahsoka content. This uh, domestic dodges <laughs> and Takeshi's castle. I'm putting somebody to sleep. Or some, somebody's got a sleeping baby. We're doing, we're, hey man, we like what we like and um, we're thankful that everybody listened and is along for the ride. We're down for whatevs. So uh, for Jonesy, this is fam. We are the twin Vipers and we will see you next time. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast.